Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Hey, what's up, guys? This is Cordell. You're listening to Steeler Nation. Hello, Steeler Nation, and welcome to your Steeler Nation podcast, sponsored by Total Sports Enterprises. I'm your host, G Striker, and the COVID pandemic is officially over, right? Yeah, it's over. Yeah, we we don't worry about COVID anymore. Well, thank you for being on the show today, Liza. And first of all, though, before we get to the COVID pandemic stuff, let's get to the injury situation that we're having this week. Witherspoon and Warren are both did not practice this week, the first two days with hamstring injuries. They're looking pretty dire as far as for being able to compete on Monday night. Uh, Boykin was limited day one, but practiced on Friday with his uh, oblique limited. He's working his way back. Same as Mason Cole, which seems to happen every week, walking in a boot on Monday. By first practice, he's out. By second practice, he's limited. By third practice, he's playing. So I'm expected Mason Cole to be working his way back again this week with that foot issue that's been bothering him all season long. Uh, Spillane and Daniels both showed up limited uh, in week in, in uh, practice number two with a back and groin, uh, respectively. Hopefully they aren't super, super uh, terrible. You got to sit. <laughs> You've got to sit, Pops. Uh, hopefully they aren't super, super worried about those being big problems. And they're going to be better for uh, this upcoming week and ready to go for the game. Uh, Connor Hayward is also out with an illness. You hear that, Pops? Connor Hayward's out with an illness. So we'll have to see if Connor can work his way back. And what that illness really is, we don't know. We'll get to that really soon. But the Colts side, there's some interesting aspects with their injuries as well. Uh, They're starting center Ryan Kelly. He's got shoulder and knee issues. Uh, he didn't practice on um, on Thursday, but he was limited on Friday. If he doesn't go, rookie Wesley French will be in there to try to stop Okunjobi, Hayward, and company of trying to get to the quarterback up the middle. Um, their entire starting defensive line for the Colts has issues. Uh, Buckner has ribs and an illness. Payne has an ankle, and both of them haven't practiced at all this week. Uh, Ngankwe was limited on Friday with a back issue. I don't know if it's a flare-up or if it's going to be better here for Saturday. Uh, Stewart also was limited on um, on Thursday with a shoulder injury, did not practice at all on Friday. Um, so they also have about uh, five players listed with an illness. So there is an outbreak going on in Indianapolis right now. We don't know what that outbreak is because what is even the NFL COVID policy anymore? Do you know, Liza? No, I'm I'm completely in the dark on it. Well, I'll tell you what the COVID policy is this, this, uh, this past year and what was agreed upon. Uh, the NFL and the NFLPA dropped their joint protocols for 2022 season back in March meaning all the mandatory testing for unvaccinated players is gone. 
Uh, unvaccinated players are also no longer required to wear masks in the facilities, which means nobody's wearing masks anymore. Um, players are supposed to self-report symptoms and show negative test results before entering the team facilities if they test positive. However, they must self-isolate for five days. So, like, the biggest differences between 2021 and 22 for the policy changes is last season, unvaccinated players were uh, operated under a different set of rules. This year, everybody's under the same rules. Unvaccinated players uh, had to be masks. This year, they're not. So, essentially, with the players having to self-report, though, there have been zero games missed in the regular season with COVID this year. So... Buckner, Grayson, Campbell, Pryor, and Kelly for the Colts are all out with an illness designation. A positive COVID test means all those players would not be able to play on Monday. Um, but to avoid that five-day rule for the NFL, it seems like teams have stopped asking their players. And players have stopped reporting, even if they have any symptoms, even if they test positive, because the last positive test Still means uh, you have five days of isolation, but there is an outbreak. Something's going on there. Um, Kirk Cousins is the last player to be designated with a COVID illness in the NFL and missed a preseason game this year because he was unvaccinated. It's fine because the rules are still the same. Five days if you have COVID, it's fine. He was the last player to report, the last player to miss a game back in August. It is very unlikely that no one in the league has caught COVID since August. There's a huge number of players in the league, players doing all sorts of things on the weekend, a lot of community involvement, lots of players interacting with the public each week, not to mention playing in football games each week. Um, it just means like we're finally gotten to this point now where the treatment and the severity of the illness is below the, the threshold of what it means to being an issue for NFL players anymore. Teams are no longer testing. Players are no longer volunteering their illness results. And teams are turning a blind eye to those results. It means the, they're, where the NFL is concerned now, ladies and gentlemen, the pandemic is over. And that should help us all breathe a little easier when it comes to making sure our favorite players can compete, compete for our teams each week because it looks like nobody's going to report it anyway. So that's a good thing, especially when we start getting down toward the end of the season, toward the playoffs, no longer have great players missing games. My second point for the show, the Steelers have officially decided to use this season to develop Kenny Pickett. Indy did the same thing. We're playing him this week, but they did the same thing with Peyton Manning. They were 3-13 and 13 when they developed Peyton Manning. He led the league in interceptions. His rookie year with 23. Yeah, I'm, I'm not saying Kenny Pickett is Peyton Manning by any sense of the word. There's some good things I see out of Kenny Pickett. He is not a Peyton Manning out of the box. But sure, we might not as win as many games this season, but hopefully Pickett gets to the point where he's really comfortable reading defenses, moving into next year as well, too, to make us a more competitive team going down. And since we're bad this year, guys, we're going to have more losses. That's a bad thing. The good thing is more losses is we're going to have better draft picks for getting Kenny Pickett, better players to help protect him on that offensive line because I think that's where the majority of the picks should be next year. 
offensive line, grab another receiver, try to find that lockdown corner, fill up some depth there at linebacker, maybe an inside linebacker as well. But this is the year, and we might have some good picks next year for something to look forward to. First time we can look forward to it since the 80s, being able to draft in the top 10 legitimately, legitimately without having to trade up to get there. Guys, it is now time on the show for questions from Steeler Nation, sponsored by Manscaped. Go out there, get their platinum package, ladies and gentlemen. Get the lawnmower trimmer. It comes with the lawnmower trimmer, the weed whacker, ear, nose trimmer, ball deodorant, body wash with two-in-one shampoo and conditioner. I see you, puppy. You're still there. Boxer briefs with a special pouch for your boys. A travel bag. Get it all. Manscaped will help you to change your player into an MVP. And when you down with MVP, yeah, you know me. My dog's down with MVP. He licks his balls. You keep them nice and clean, don't you? I'm sorry, you're a girl. But you keep your OPP nice and clean. And so can Manscaped. So go on over to manscaped.com. Use promo code STEELERNATION, all caps, all one word, to get 20% off your order and free shipping. Manscaped. Nobody cares about your balls more than Manscaped or more than your best friend. Right? <laughs> Man's best friend. Manscaped. Manscaped.com. Go on over there, guys. And it is now time we take most of our questions over from SteelerNation.com. First one coming from Shane Falco. With the injury to Warren and possibly of evaluating other uh, halfbacks on the active roster, why not McFarland? He had a pretty decent showing in the preseason with some good running ability and the perimeter to the perimeter as well as up the gut. Better than what we saw his rookie year when he was dancing around. At this point in the season, if they're trying to figure out what they should have in the barrel, why not give him a hat to see what he can do? I completely agree, Shane. Um, McFarland was actually going to be our backup the previous season, 2021, he was the backup behind Najee going into Najee's rookie season. Unfortunately, McFarland got banged up and he got banged up pretty significantly, which meant he could not even compete for us in 2021. Unfortunately, was placed on IR, pulled off, put back on, didn't play pretty much the whole season. But this season, I am all for you, especially since the Steelers only carry two active running backs behind Najee. And that is Snell right now being the third, the, the second one being Warren, who has played his, his way very well in that second role. If we go into this next game and Warren cannot play, you can bet your bottom dollar, Shane, the Steelers will be activating McFarland on Sunday to be active for the Monday game. So keep your eye out for that. If, if Warren does not practice on Saturday, McFarland will get the call up. It would be his first call up. Of the two that he gets, the Steelers get to call up um, practice squad players twice to the roster for a game day and put them back down with no penalty twice. Third time, they have to be rostered. So this window right now is a good chance to see what McFarland still has in the tank. Get him out there on the field. I love his speed. I love his ability to catch the football. He's a very, very active guy in that respect. And I, I'm looking forward to see what he can do. He's one of the best receivers we have out of the backfield, even though he's sitting on the practice squad. So really interesting to see what he's able to do. Um, 
morning over there, Carlos. Morning over there, Robert. Robert, uh, here's last question we're going to be taking over from Robert Tamburo. What is the substandard punting for the second year in a row? Yes, we are having some problems with Presley Harvin III with his consistency, but his punting average is up two yards from the previous season. Does he need to do better, Robert? Yes, he does. And I agree with that wholeheartedly. But he has the potential to be one of the best punters in this league. I'm hoping he gets it locked down for this season. He's done some great things where he can bang 170 yards. Problem is we got to stop hitting those 39-yarders. And I agree with that completely. Excellent question. And guys, that is all the time we have here on the Steeler Nation podcast, sponsored by Total Sports Enterprises. Be sure to go on out there and check out our sponsor, Total Sports Enterprises, at tseshop.com. Start shopping for those family members who want something signed or a nice jersey or a nice helmet to put on their mantle or to wear proudly. Get it over at tseshop.com. They're also giving away for free on their web, on their Twitter at Total Sports ENT. I highly recommend going over there, checking them out each week to get yourself the best gift possible for your Steeler fans in your family. Vidcast is going to be Tuesday at 7 p.m. live Eastern time. If you're subscribed to YouTube, like many of my people here that get to ask questions live, sometimes even throw to them on the podcast, subscribe to us at youtube.com slash Steeler Nation. Read our great Pittsburgh Steeler-focused articles at Steeler Nation. Tweet us at Steeler Nation. Instagram us at SteelerNation.com as well as for their um, Facebook. Follow the podcast on Twitter at underscore SN Podcast or follow me, your host, at SN Striker, spelled with a Y, on Instagram, on Twitter, on TikTok. That's at SN Striker for Steeler Nation Striker. Uh, thanks for joining us for the Steeler Nation podcast, sponsored by Total Sports Enterprises. I'm your host, G Striker, rooting along with you as always. Go Steelers! Go Steelers! Go Steelers! Thank you, Liza. Hey, guys, thanks for hanging out, too. I'll go to your comments since this was a short show. Um, the boat, man, these guys are going to infect our Steeler players. What's up with the Steelers defense playing worse in the second half than they do in the first half? It meant that the other team adjusted better than we did. And also our team being on four straight four and outs to start the half meant they got zero rests in the third quarter. They were banged up and they were messed. And thanks so much for the cute dog comment there, Robert. Appreciate it. I hope you have a dog too, man. We love our pooches. And usually I'm, I'm broadcasting from the basement, which is the cat's room. The dog is afraid of the cat. The dog will not go there. I'm on the RV right now with my pup. So Liza gets a nice cameo for this week. Good night, Irene. Good night, guys. Thank you so much, guys. We'll see you on Tuesday live on the podcast. Thanks, State of the Steelers. Great to see you, my friend. Hope to see you broadcasting there from uh, the stadium as well, man. I, I hope to see you again soon. All right, man. I'll see you at the next home game. Go Steelers. Go Steelers. Ha, ha, ha.